hockey stories, and we want our audience to respond to both of these stories. The late-breaking news, and we were getting off the air yesterday about Jake Gensel. There's a few more details on that. And also what's going to happen here on Sunday. So let's dive into both of those things with Mulsey, who looks very nice today in his Nike uh, hoodie. And Donnie Football, who's got another double dip today. He's going to host after us starting at 6 o'clock. So he's got a marathon day that I know he'll do a great job with. Uh, let's do Gensel to start here. Four weeks. It sounds like it could be up to six weeks. It's past the NHL trade deadline, but the playoffs don't start until the middle of April. That point has been made. I saw that on NHL Network a couple times. Uh, Yoey went as far as to say in his write-up on this for The Athletic that he thinks it is possible that Gensel has now played his last game in a Penguins uniform. So let's get some fresh thoughts in on this. Chris, I know you said before the injury when we were talking about to be or not to be, the Shakespearean debate with Gensel, do you keep him or trade him? You said keep him and ride him out. Do you still feel that way now that you know he's going to be out for an extended period of time? Yes, I do. I just think that you should try with this team come hell or high water to win this year because nothing is promised next year and it could get worse, a lot worse for this team before it ever gets better. So this might be my last best chance. I ride out the injury. I pray that my team is able to uh, withstand it, deliver more performances like they did last night, although they won't be playing the worst team in hockey like they were last night, uh, and hope that he comes back and gives you a jolt in your lineup. And try to see what happens from there. I just am not one of these people that thinks that trading Jake Gensel somehow makes the difference between eventually this being a complete crater situation for the franchise and then them just retooling on the fly and being good. I think people are trying to live in a fantasy world, actually, if they think trading Jake Gensel is like the the big decision that has to be made that will determine the Penguins' future. Got news for you. When the core truly ages out and all stops playing well, there isn't anything that's going to save it. Save them somehow having rights to the first pick in the draft by hook or crook and another generational talent coming out. So can I just give you a quick hypothetical on that? So let's say they play mediocre hockey between now and the beginning of March, a couple days before the trade deadline. They play the next 10 or so games, and they get like – I don't know, eight points or nine points in those games. And they've squandered a lot of their games in hands and there's games in hand. And they're still like eight or nine points or 10 points out of a playoff spot. You would still hold on to him in that, that situation. And that, ver- and that hypothetical, which, which I have to admit possible. is possible. No, I wouldn't because the future would be now. And then I would say, well, you are done this year and you suck already and get used to it. Here we go. So start trading off assets. So you're saying in this very moment, at this very second, with where they are, five on points the behind edge. Detroit, you would not trade him. I would keep not. Him. No, you've got to try. You've still got the games in hand. You haven't squandered all of them yet. You've got to try. But you'll know before the trade deadline whether you suck completely or you have somehow, as they have in the past, weathered the storm. The problem being, of course, when they've weathered storms of injuries in the past, it's been when they've been a high-scoring team that has suddenly started to revert to a buttoned-up style and played more team hockey. They're already doing that on defense this year. They need dudes who can score goals. That is why I even concede it is unlikely that they somehow go on like an 8-2 and two run over these next 10 games. Donnie, if you got a good offer today, a team said, we don't care, we're a lock to make the playoffs, we just need them back for April, May, and June, fingers crossed. We trust the medical reports. We'll make the trade. Are you making that deal right now? 
Uh, what would the what would offer be? You consider it's a good trade. You get like a late a first be, and a legitimate it's gonna player. A, it's going to be a late first round pick and a guy in his early twenties who you think has a chance to be not a great Top, but a good NHL player, a middle six player if it's a forward. I, I actually think they should field some offers uh, at, at this point, even though I, I do. Would you pull the trigger on that type of trade that Chris just today if it came your way? First rounder and a legit player. Yeah, like a middle, a tw- an early twenties middle six forward, like a guy who's probably not a top line forward, but might he's gonna turn be- into it. But there's might, a chance he doesn't. He's probably a second line player, maybe a third line player. Worst case scenario, he's a good third liner, good second liner, maybe a first line guy. Yeah, I think I'd do that. Okay. And why? Well, I mean, you, you don't know. You you have to really be honest with yourself as an organization. Like, where could they truly be as you get closer to the trade deadline? Like Chris said, if they do end up finding some way to win a lot of games here in his absence, that absolutely changes things because then you think, well, now we're in the thick of it. We get one of our most productive players back, Yeah, and here we go. I'm just asking where you feel right now after the news last night and like at this moment, would your preference be to keep or trade this second? I I would probably be more on the side of trading right now. So would I. I'll but you were the guy who said they were going to win the Cup, so you have really jumped yet again way off the bandwagon from Kenny as Joe Montana yep. <laughs> to give me Justin Fields to Penguins will win the Stanley Cup to trade him, trade this man. Well, with new information, opinions change. And my initial my initial opinion sucked. And I think this one, based on what I have in front of me, is much better. I Here's what I would try to do. I don't. It doesn't seem to me like they're getting anything done contractually with Gensel now. I just have seen no reporting or nothing that tells me that whatever is the tot is like a what's that word mean? That means like there's a frost. Is that is detente good negotiations or bad? No, no, no. Detente is like what the U.S. and Soviet Union had I know to, that. to end the Cold War. Detente is a good so thing. So we want detente. No, we want. Well, Do no, we detente, detente says we're just standing down on both sides. I think what you have is a deadlock here. Okay. Or you they're have, at loggerheads. They're at log. Yes, they're very much at loggerheads. You were looking initially for a peace treaty. But right now, you're going to have to settle for detente. Both sides retreat to it their It sounded corners. like Dubis uh, framed it as if the NHL trade deadline, the break, the long stretch that they had without games, would be a constructive time to negotiate with Gensel. I get no sense from the people who cover the team or cover the league that that happened. So I don't think they're getting a hometown discount. I don't think they're getting him to put his name on the dotted line now. The player so, knows that it's his last big deal. So my thing would be, if he's going into free agency regardless... And at this moment, I think they're screwed. I think the season is effed. I don't think with him being out for as long as he is, I think that that's going to be the difference between them making and missing the playoffs. Having to play without him last night, notwithstanding, because they beat, as you pointed out, one of the worst teams in the NHL. That really did not imbue me with confidence or hope. I would trade him. I would abs- I would At this very second, I would trade him. And then you get back to you're in the mix with him in the summer to give him an extension. But I don't think he wants to I don't think he wants to come back here cuz I don't I think he understands that they realistically unless they shed a bunch of cap right off the bat this summer that they are going to pay big money for him. I know Sid likes to play with him on the wing cuz he's one of the few guys that can think the game the way Crosby does, but sometimes you have to make sacrifices and I think him getting offered what, what do people say he's probably worth on the open market like nine million a year nine we're saying on TNT I, I had heard eight and a half Wednesday I night. figured nine probably because usually in hockey you get overpays so is Sid liking the guy worth three million bucks a year 
over like a six-year deal probably. So what do people think, like 9-54? and 54? Nine I'm and sorry, not, well, I can't do math nine here. 9-7, 63. Yeah. Nine, 63, yes. 9-7. and seven. Can you really do 63? I, I don't think, think they can. I think they can if they get creative again. Like so they wait, are we going to have season. another ultra-top-heavy team if you do that then? Probably. And how has that worked for them, building it's two not, big scoring lines and then the two lines that are supposed to do other crap? It's not working. But I have a hard time fathoming them being better without their second most reliable forward. I'm holding on to the hope that at least in these next several games, while he's out, roles change on that team. Ricard Raquel was up on the top line. He looked a little bit better. I'm hoping that guys who haven't yet stepped up actually do so. So I'm I'm putting it through this filter. Do I think the Penguins will make the playoffs? No. Do I think Gensel will sign an extension and avoid free agency? No. So because those are my answers, I trade them. 412-928-9370 to get your opinion registered on it. Okay, let's do the other big one. You guys came in today and said, we got to talk about the the Yager retirement. I agree. That's going to happen Sunday night. Chris, you lived through the Yager years here, the good, the bad, the ugly. Before you had cable television, you used to just listen to their games. You were such a diehard fan. So how do you feel about Sunday night? A long overdue situation, one that I wish had happened earlier, but one that I still am glad is going to happen while everybody involved is young and healthy and in Yager's case still playing for the team he owns in the Czech Republic. Uh, I just, I think until pretty recently, until the Penguins actually went back to back, he was the second greatest player in franchise history. I still had him above Sid. I thought he was that great. He's one of the most physically dominant players I've ever seen. The guy did, hockey's not supposed to be, and it really isn't, a one-man band sport. That's why Connor McDavid, despite being the best player in the world, and Leon Dreisaitl being not too far behind, still haven't won anything yet. It's not supposed to be one guy drags an entire team through the playoffs. Yager basically dragged the entire franchise, kicking and screaming at times, into deeper playoff runs than they deserved. Uh, He is just one of the, I think, easiest to like Athletes, the dying alive thing was always misconstrued and how miscontextualized. The, how about the flirting with the Penguins to sign with the Flyers. Thing? I've, I mean, Rossi's story today talks about how that was never uh, the whole league minimum thing that got floated out there that he would play for Mario's team for league minimum was never real. It sounds like his agent wasn't exactly doing the process any favors. I remember the guys, I knew the guys from the Pens blog who were uh, kind of stoking Yager watch there. But I don't hold any like, of it against well, him. Well, but it seemed like Mario took that very personally. I don't think he that did. Was... I think that's conjecture more than anything. Really? Again, Rossi wrote a story today, and he's going to be on with Donnie later tonight, and I think everybody should listen to that, that suggests that the idea that Mario took this all personally and was deeply aggrieved by it is not true, that it's an outside perception. I just I think the guy is the third greatest player in franchise history, and normally you'd say, wow, that's cool, but worth getting this worked up over? Yeah, it is when the other two guys who are the two greatest in franchise history are numbers, what, one through five, depending on how you want to look at it in NHL history. This guy is a literal top 10 to 12 player all time. Long overdue. I'm happy his jersey's going to go up Donnie, there where it belongs. do you have a belongs. soft spot for Yager or not really because it's before your time? Do you have really no opinion on it or are you still get up for something like this? I mean, I, I missed him in his heyday, but I was able to like know the the history of the player i mean he five times he led the league in points when he played for the penguins four consecutive years dead puck era too when scoring was horrible and into the uh turn of the millennium yeah i mean even though he is the third best player in franchise history like chris said you have to consider who you're ranking him up against i think he's an absolute rock star for the sport of hockey the dude is still playing in his early 50s in the czech republic I, I would compare the guy to hockey 
like Ric Flair to wrestling. Like, one of the most decorated players ever. He's playing well, well beyond his prime. And if you ask some European supermodels, I think you know which direction I'm going there. The guy is a rock star to the game. <laughs> we tried to say he's got a – he's packing? Is that what you're trying to talk I, about? No, no, he's I, still getting, he's after getting after it with, after with it. models. Oh, okay. He still got his Don't game. You, didn't you hear about the story about, like, the – she's, like, a 20-year-old model, and she's, she said, like – they slept together, I guess, and she said, oh, I'm going to put this out there. It's going to make you look really yeah, bad or he something. Said, and he, he literally just said, okay, go ahead. She did, and then everyone was like, wow, Yarmir Yager's in his late 40s, and good for him. So he's just he's living that status right now. Seems to be packing? I have no idea, Pony. Well, I thought that's what the picture, putting it out there, meant. No, no I think No, it was she ju- didn't put the picture of that no! out there. It was oh. like the picture of them laying there. Oh, okay. <laughs> I must have missed all that. Good for him. Uh, so I don't. I never had any ill will towards the guy because I wasn't here when he made the dying alive quote. I will confess I got hoodwinked by the Flyers thing, and that really did burn me that he didn't come here and end up playing for the arch rival. Now Rossi, you're saying has like an alternative history of that, which helps smooth things over. I did think it was rough and I never did this when I went to games as a fan when he would come back with Florida or Boston or when he was a mercenary and he was going team to team I never thought it was cool that he got booed every time he touched the puck here I never liked that yeah I thought and it was that a bad look a for Penguins fans and I never really like I get it because he wasn't because they put him against Mario he wasn't Mario you don't think if Evgeny Malkin got had like a weird split from town here no. and had gone somewhere else that like there might have been some booze. I, I don't I don't know. I mean Talbot played for the Flyers, Orpic played for the Capitals, I mean arch rival teams. I don't remember them getting He got he got mistreated. He got mistreated too. The dying alive, like I said, was misconstrued. It was a very quotable phrase. The team was in financial distress. Like I you know what really happened? He was still their best player. Then Lemieux comes back and looks like he hasn't missed three years. Or if anything, it's energized him. And I do think that that kind of chafed Yager a little bit. Like, he loved Mario, but here comes 66 back, and all anyone wants to talk about is that. Well, he's busy winning another Art Ross.